Welcome to Starting Strong, the daily podcast of the Clemson Foothills Church. My name is Lucas, and thank you for joining us today. Today, I'm going to be talking about what is the new age versus the old age. Have you ever had to let go of something that you didn't know what you were reaching for? Have you ever had to let go of something where you had to make a jump and you didn't know what you were jumping for? This happened many times in the Bible. The future apostles, fishermen on the Sea of Galilee, Peter and James and John dropped their nets and left to follow Jesus, saying, Jesus said, follow me, and they did it. The Israelites fled Egypt. They knew that they were leaving a life of pain, of suffering, but they did not know what was coming ahead. Ruth left Moab on the idea that she was going to help Naomi, but she didn't know what was coming for her. You may have lost your job, you may have lost your family, you may have lost your house, and you saw no other options in sight. God calls on his people many times in the Bible or in our lives today to say, hey, something new is going to happen and you're going to need to accept it and to change if you're going to follow me. In Jeremiah 31, God gives us a new covenant. Covenant. He says, the days are surely coming, says the Lord, where I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. And then a verse later in Jeremiah 31, 33 through 34, he says, But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord, I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. This stands out saying that from the least of them to the greatest, I will forgive them. All shall know me. This isn't just about God's chosen people, but that there's going to be a new covenant for all people that they might know him and that they might be forgiven. This is a major change. This is a promise that God has given his people to come in the future. This being Jesus, this being the new covenant. But this is not only a promise, but a major change that is happening. This change in the new covenant is not only going to be a promise that's fulfilled, but it's going to be a major shakeup in the way society works. The, the Jewish system of the rules and the regulations that go on are no longer in the sense that God has rewritten the rules. And we as Christians in this 21st century world are born into this new covenant, but oftentimes we do not know it or grasp the weight of the importance of this new covenant. We don't live like it. We don't trust God fully. We, are, we don't give up control to God, and we don't often believe that we are good enough to fully receive this new covenant. This is the new age versus the old age. This is the new concept that we are forgiven in Christ versus the old. It's repeated in Jeremiah, Hebrews 8, Hebrews 10, Ezekiel 11, Revelation 21. All of these places are saying, but this is the new covenant. Know the Lord, for they shall know me. The New Testament epistles through Paul and the writer of Hebrews lay out how we're supposed to live out this new covenant. In Hebrews 10, 22, 
The writer says, let us approach with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. In Romans 12, 1 through 2, Paul writes, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. In the Hebrews passage, he says, that we have this full assurance of faith to know that this new covenant is fulfilled and he who is promised is faithful. In the Romans passage, Paul says, do not be conformed, but be transformed. The question is, have we been that living sacrifice? We must not be conformed to this world but we must be transformed through the inside. Maybe in this time of a worldwide pandemic, this is the opportunity for us to not be conformed by a world, but to be transformed from the inside. This is not a time to just sit and listen to what others are doing, what others are saying about being transformed or conformed. But this is the opportunity for us to, be, to go out and to be those living sacrifices. You won't be good at being a sacrifice for others unless you go out and try. This is a time for us to really hone in on that word disciple. What does it mean? What does it mean as a church? What does it mean that we are doing as the body of Christ? And how are we going to legitimately put that concept into action? Are we going to look at this time of change, this time of being in our homes, and time of job loss, and this time of uncertainty as a time of God's will being halted or as an opportunity to really fulfill the new covenant? I really think that God wants us to understand the instability and the uncertainty of how this world works so that we can learn better how he works. Through these experiences, we have the opportunity to be more appreciative of the little things in life. Little things like the hug from the friend at church, or the opportunity to see your co-workers on a daily basis, or the opportunity to spend time with family. But in this time, God is always on the move. But the question is, are you going to move with him? (laughs) 